0: Relativity. Relativity.
1: Relativity. Relativity. relativity,
2: relativity, relativity. Hey there, welcome, beloved relativity listeners. This is Lee Shackleford, uh, and I hope you're not too disappointed that this isn't another episode of the serial Relativity. We are working hard on those as we speak. I took the opportunity to make some revisions to, the, to what I'd written for these uh, final 10 episodes. I just I want so badly to do it right, and you know you you kind of only get one shot at it with these things. So anyway, so extra care is being taken. That's what's happening. We uh, it's uh, as you have to know. I'm recording this in uh, March 2020, and these are. Strange days indeed. So uh, a lot of obstacles and barriers have arisen that nobody anticipated. Interestingly, for people like me who work from home anyway, and for delivery systems like this, like the podcast, um, not a whole lot has actually changed. Uh, So the obstacles that I'm running into are minor, but still vexing nonetheless. Anyway, I'm thinking about all of you, the thousands of you, bless you who listen to this show regularly and I hope you're not making an exception for this one and I'm I'm wishing you health and wellness and safety I just hope that you're okay I sent out a call on Twitter and Facebook and I asked people who might have something to say, just a little something about relativity and say, look, I want to turn the floor over to you. I want to to hand you the mic and say, what what do you you think about this show? And some of it was just because I I hear such uh, interesting points of view about things through social media. And I wanted to find a way to share that with uh, everybody who listens to the show. Now, the result, as you'll hear, was a lot of people praising it to the skies. And so it would be easy to feel that this was an act of colossal narcissism on my part. If I set out to instigate a flood of uh, of ego bomb from myself, then what happened instead is that I'm I'm humbled. I'm a little uh, a little uh, embarrassed actually to, to be sharing some of this with you. But but I hope you enjoy it because as I said, these people are also uh, diverse and have such interesting uh, points of view and perspectives. So that that to me that's the fun part. You'll hear from, in this order, eight people. You'll hear from Kyle Roberts, Alex Kendall, Noah Slimmon, Kyle Jones, Sean Michael McCord, Shannon Perry, Clarence Brown, and Ken Eckle. Kyle is a filmmaker, and I'll, I want to give you uh, all the contact information to, to learn more about him, and I'll do that at the end of the show. But uh, he's a man with a mind for pictures, and he understands storytelling. So his appreciation of this show means the absolute world to me. Alex Kendall is somebody that I know only through Twitter and their fan art that they have sent me. I, I, I keep meaning to make a place on our website to showcase that. And maybe I'll have that done by the time I send this episode out. You'll only know if you look at relativitypodcast.com. Anyway, Alex is a Canadian AI-loving engineer, and, you know, that's, that's a, the trifecta for me. I gotta love Alex. Alex has caught me out on this, this weird thing about when these characters sleep. And uh, a number of us who write this kind of fiction, uh, I've talked with people in, in television about this. It's funny that it is it is easy to forget that if you're telling a story that's supposed to be unfolding in real time, that uh, this can go on for, for weeks and months and you realize, wait a minute, when did these people sleep? You know, when did they, when did they go to the bathroom? You never, you know. I actually did, I, I remember early on, make a point of having Chris go to the bathroom. Actually, and Sophia did too. Not, not on the air. You, you would have remembered that. I heard from Noah Sliman, who is not anybody that I uh, know at all, so I was delighted. Uh, Noah sort of uh, appeared out of the air to me. Noah makes a point about the flaws of these characters, and I found that immensely gratifying because I, I worry, I fret as I write these things and as we perform them about whether or not some of these people are so broken that people don't want to have anything to do with them. That's particularly a concern where, where uh, Chris is concerned, that if he's uh, so big a jerk that he turns people off. And, and maybe maybe that happens. But but what I'm trying to do, of course, is to depict real people going through real things and maybe, I don't know. So, uh, so I'm so glad that, that Noah brought that up. Next, you'll hear from my great friend Kyle Jones, who is the brain behind Discussing Who and a whole bunch of other podcasts that we have... Uh, I suggested that he lump them all together and call it the Discussing Network. And uh, they've done that. So that was my major contribution to this, was saying (laughs) you should call it the Discussing Network. Anyway, you can find all those at discussingnetwork.com. Anyway, uh, I just have great fun every week talking with Kyle and found a way for him to be a very important part of the show. So you'll hear about that perspective as well. Next, you'll hear from my friend and colleague, multiple award-winning playwright, Sean Michael McCord, uh, Sean is, uh, um, I always like to say, a mind of no common order. I'm not sure where I got that from, but I, but I always like to, s- it, it describes him very well. Um, oh, I know, it's, it's in the, the Gilbert and Sullivan operetta Iolante. Never mind. That that was me being Stephen Fry for a second. I'm sorry. Anyway, talking about Sean. (laughs) Sean uh, will tell you the story of uh, how we got to know each other. And um, uh, anyway, it it was just such a delight to be able to have him be part of the show and to play a role that I think you'll agree is pivotal. Next, you'll hear from one of my heroes, Shannon Perry, the creator of Oz9. It is, if you're not familiar, a hilarious uh, science fiction a, a, a ridiculous uh, comedy. In in her piece, uh, Shannon said that the the writing for Relativity is Bradbury esque. Omg, Shannon! I'm drawing a big heart in the air. You can't see it because this is audio. Anyway, then you'll hear from Clarence Brown, my buddy Clarence, who uh, plays Marcus Dupree on uh, Relativity. And I met him thanks to Kyle. And we, the three of us, are the uh, three headed beasts that are discussing who as every week we discuss a different episode or concept or some aspect of the TV series, Doctor Who, which started in 1963, so I doubt that we'll ever run out of things to talk about. Wrapping this bunch up, I was delighted to hear from Ken Eccle, who is somebody I know only through podcasting, and I am so looking forward to one day sitting down and having a drink with this man. Ken is uh, just, again, an extraordinary mind. I don't I don't know when he's pulling my leg and not, which is, I think is part of the joke of his legendary and multiple award-winning show, Podcast Reviews Reviews Podcasts, in which his podcast reviews the reviews of his podcast. He's now rebranded it as PRRP Podcast reviews, reviews, podcasts, to make it a little easier for the search engines to figure out what the hell he's doing. The ultimate meta idea about how we're all grabbing for listeners and viewers and, uh, and so on in our, in our blogging and YouTubing and all of that stuff. So if it is a work of satire, then I think it's brilliant. If he's serious about all this, then the man needs help. Uh, Ken Ackle, you'll hear from him last I wanted to get all the introductions out of the way so that I could just shut up and leave you alone and get out of the way as we tune in to these eight voices. Okay, have fun.
3: So my name is Kyle Roberts. I um, am a longtime friend of Elena Jordan and Lee Shackelford, and I must admit that that's the reason I got into relativity in the first place, but uh, that's certainly not why I stuck around. I wouldn't have given them, you know, Twenty-five hours of my life at this point. If I didn't love it, so to start with, honestly, I'm usually more of a true crime podcast kind of a guy. That's really all I listen to. Um, I just love being able to follow along um, with who done it type stuff, unsolved mysteries, and you know, old cases that have been dug up. But the also being a filmmaker, what's different about this podcast? is how descriptive it is and how easy it is for me to visualize everything that Lee has put to paper. And of course, these amazing actors have vocalized. Um, And so just week to week, it's been awesome. You know, you're on the edge of your seat. What's going to happen next? And of course, he's great at uh, subverting expectations. But mainly, it's just the, you know, the visualization, how amazing it is that, you know, the of this gigantic thing that's going on that's the world um on its last leg and you know there's a catastrophe on a ship and yet it becomes so personal between um elena's character and lee's character and it's um those small moments when it's just them talking you know one person to the other that i really love the human connection we must stay connected after all and that's all i gotta say
4: So, hi, I'm Alex, and this is going to be rambly, but that's all I can really do, so rambling. Okay. Um, I love relativity because I love science fiction, and I love when it's set on a spaceship, and I love when it explores artificial intelligence, and the gist is that, but there's a ton more. Um... It asks interesting questions about the world we live in now and the characters are interesting and relatable and the science is, I mean, the science is science fiction, but, um, it gives some pretty satisfactory answers when things, uh, for why things happen, which, um, as a pedantic engineer, I do love a lot, um, It's also got a mystery that I'm absolutely hooked on knowing the answer, uh, or the answers to, really. Um, Since no matter what question I ask, it just kind of leads to another question. Um, Everything is connected, and as much as it reads as a hundred different things, different mysteries, you know they're all one. (laughs) And um, I'm just in love with it. I can get myself down a rabbit hole so easily thinking about just. The plants, but I can't think about the plants without wondering about why it's affecting Chris and Sophia, or wondering if it affected anyone else in the Kniechny, or why it's Sophia, or what's up with Deepa, and it's just... Is it the same answer? Is it different answers? How many mysteries are there? Um, I also... Want to think about it and I want to care about the characters and wonder what'll happen next and worry for Chris and Sophia and Sybil and the planet Earth and Nadia and just hope that it's all going to be okay. And I want to see people succeed, at least mostly in trying times. And I want that out of all stories I listen to. So it sounds cheesy and it is. Um, but relativity makes me happy. It makes me happy because it's people doing things that people haven't done before. And it's people helping each other and trying to do what might not work out and trying to do good even though bad things are happening around them. And I want it to work out. And... um to whatever extent it might work out or it might not, it makes me feel good to hear stories where people try. Also, unrelated, it's a great show for a note-taker. Did you know within the first 30 episodes, they're midway through the third day, but Chris has only slept for a sum total of maybe 10 hours? Just, yeah. <laughs> also, also, it is really good imagery, and it finally motivated me to put some effort into drawing from time to time. So. Thanks for that. And thanks for everything else.
5: I adore relativity. The core of why I love this podcast is the dialogue and characters. They are consistently written, believably characterized, and certainly flawed. I'd say it's a hallmark of wonderful writing when I can vehemently disagree with certain characters' actions and still be equally refreshing my feed when a new episode is coming out. However, that is to say, good characters would be nothing without the ability to utilize them. And with Relativity, I have no doubt that they are in the most capable of hands. If I could just comment on how Relativity is tackling AI... I have to say it is among my favorites. Managing to blend the more typical AI plot points of being an individual or person with the problems that a human growing up would encounter, such as puberty and romance, is a refreshing take that I am wholly excited to see more of. All in all, Relativity is one of the most enjoyable and refreshing audio experiences I have had the pleasure of partaking in, and I have complete trust in them to stick the landing. Keep up the excellent work.
6: We're all stories in the end. Just make it a good one. These words from the 11th Doctor perfectly paint the picture of my view of the Relativity podcast. I am Kyle Jones. Many of you may know me from Discussing Who, the podcast I co-host along with Relativity's Lee Shackelford and Clarence Brown. But you may also know me as the voice of Raymond Miblin. It has been my pleasure and my privilege to be behind the scenes and follow the evolution of the idea that evolved into this amazing story that we all know as relativity. Lee's vision for the story transitions from inside his own imagination and it transforms into a cast of characters, each with their own distinctive traits and fully realized personalities. In the years since the first episode of Relativity, Lee's creation has opened not only doors into the story, but also applied a phrase often heard in the story by making connections with the cast members, the fans, and a universe of other podcasts similar to Lee's own. Many of us have our own favorite relativity moment. For me, it was watching Lee and Clarence in person in 2018. We were in Atlanta, Georgia. They were reading lines. And it was so cool to be able to watch these two people that I knew so well just transform into the characters that I had been hearing for all these episodes. So for that, gentlemen, kudos. My hat's off to you. So here we are. We're about to begin the final 10 episodes of Relativity. I can't wait to watch where this story goes next. But in the end, I have to say, make it a good one. And Lee, you did. The story, the mystery, the things that were revealed and have yet to be revealed. We're in for a wild ride. And thank you. This has been amazing.
1: So before... I'd heard of Relativity, the podcast. I met and became a friend of and a fan of Lee Shackelford at a theater conference. And we had so many things in common. Our love of science fiction and Sherlock Holmes and Star Trek and the places we've lived and the things we've done. And, of course, audio dramas Lee told me about relativity. I began listening in season two. And somewhere in season three, I mentioned to him, say, Lee, I know you have a lot of actor friends, but I have some radio experience. And if you just happen to have a role that might be good for me, well, a few days later, Lee sent me a script. I did some recordings. And to my delight and astonishment, I've gone from being a fan of Relativity to being a cast member. So from everyone's favorite Relativity villain, Peter Miblin, I say, keep on listening.
7: Hi, this is Shannon. Uh, I wanted to take a minute to talk about why I love uh, the Relativity podcast and why I gobble it up as soon as it comes out every time. The reason is because I love the relationship between Sophia and Chris. But it's bigger than that. So let me start with what I really like about it is they both, they start from this position of mutual dependency, right? Chris depends on Sophia for his life. Sophia depends on Chris to get the mission accomplished that she is so desperately wants accomplished. But as they get to know each other, that relationship shifts. And I think the thing that fuels that is their shared curiosity. They are both deeply, deeply curious about things and in an intellectual way, but also in an emotional way. And it's just it's fascinating to me. It doesn't manifest the same way in both of them. I think Chris is the more intuitive. He kind of makes these big, broad jumps, while Sophia is filling in the gaps and aligning the pieces so they fit together and you can see the whole picture. And that curiosity is in is in all of the characters uh, in different ways. Marcus, it's in Marta, it's even in Nadia, the AI who wants to understand and experience human emotion, the greatest puzzle of them all in many ways. Um, and it's fascinating to watch them as they just keep digging away for the answers, building the puzzle while sitting in the middle of the picture. Um, the writing is Bradbury-esque in its poetry and its flow. The the acting is stunning, completely, and it is uh, one of my very favorite podcasts. I envy anyone who's getting to discover it for the first time, so if that's you, enjoy.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Clarence Brown. I play Marcus on the Relativity Podcast, here to offer a few words about the show. Well, first and foremost, I want to say that not only am I immensely proud to be a part of the show, but I am also a huge fan of the show and and have been since the very beginning, even before I ever was a part of it. Back when Lee first mentioned that he was starting an audio serial, you know, audio serial. I was never really a fan of any audio dramas in fact this was really the first one other than maybe children books when <laughs> i was growing up that were on tape um, that i've ever really dove into and now it's certainly opened a door up to many more uh, audio dramas that i really am becoming huge fans of and and this was the first and it's been a joy to see it all unfold starting from a very simple premise a woman on Earth and a man in space, then taking that and creating a, a tapestry of intrigue and delight, as I will call it. And yeah, so just seeing Lee's character, Dr. Mason, and Alana's character, Sophia, be able to form this bond over the course of these episodes and really be there for each other throughout all this. And, and I, I think of Dr. Mason's dilemma. It's just a scary thing on the face of it to be in space on this ship alone and lee has just taken that premise and went to the stars with it went to the moon with it and i just really love everything he's done even though i'm part of the show and i read the scripts i'm still anxious to see to to see the next episode pop up in my pod player and be able to consume it just like anyone else and it's always a delight and joy in my life. So I'm going to thank Mr. Shackleford for that. And again, I just can't wait to see it all unfold and man, it's been a, it's been a great ride and unfortunately all good things must come to an end. Here's to the next 10 episodes, Mr. Shackleford.
5: So I got
2: to ask, uh, now that Nadia is apparently emotionally evolving and growing up and turning more mature and more adult and has seemingly got over her, um, affection, uh, romantically for Chris. Uh, is she single? I'm just asking for a friend, uh, just in case, you know, maybe she needs someone more now that she's had, you know, her first love, she can move on to something more serious. I just, just wondering, um, hope, hope everything goes well now in this space though. I enjoy enjoy the show as always. And, uh, will be a little bittersweet when it's finally over. Ken, I don't know what to tell you. I I can't speak for Nadia. You'd have to ask her. Uh, and I'm not going to give you her, her number. So, uh, Closing credits. Kyle Roberts, I said, uh, described earlier as a fine filmmaker. Check out his website. His, his production company is called Next Level Productions. And the website is Next Level Productions prods p-r-o-d-s dot com so it just doesn't spell out productions but yeah nextlevelprods.com kyle roberts alex you can find and follow on twitter at sirtalfrin s-i-r-t-a-l-f-r-y-n and noah i just have an email address but uh, you know if you want to write to noah noah underscore 2000 that's the number 2000 at Tellus, t-e-l-u-s dot net Best place to find Kyle Jones and Clarence Brown, I would say, is on the Discussing Network at DiscussingNetwork.com. That, of course, links you to all of our shows, to Discussing Who and Discussing Trek and all of those. So just check that out. Follow Sean McCord on Twitter at Sean McCord, S-C-A-N-M-C-C-O-R-D. Shannon and the amazing Oz9. If you, if you have not subscribed to Oz9, then you're, you're missing out on something. So just go to Oz-9, the number 9, .com and find out about the whole thing. But you can follow her on Twitter at Oz9Olivia. That's all one word. Uh, actually, that way you're following the character that she plays on the show. Because she writes, she tweets in character. Ken Ackle, you can follow on Twitter at reviewspod. And subscribe to The Amazing PRRP by searching for that on the podcatcher of your choice. Let's see. Um, Follow me on Twitter at RelativityPod. And as always, find out more about the show at RelativityPodcast.com. Please keep hanging in there. Keep yourself safe. And uh, keep washing your hands. Relativity.